You're listening to 101 with Tommy Zam. On the 63rd episode, we sit down with Maggie Rotten, owner of Ignite Nonprofit, talking about skateboarding and life. Let's do this. Hey, Maggie, how you doing? I'm doing good, Tommy. How are you doing? Good. Hey, at least we got a sunny day in San Diego, huh? Yes, it's going to be sunny for the next week or so, so I'm looking forward to that. That's what they say. Every time I look at my weather thing, it always says rain. I know all last week it said rain every single day, and I'm just like looking outside, and I'm like, there's no rain. It's blue skies out there. These This, this app is wrong. <laughs> right? I think they were talking about tea storms or something like that. Something. I mean, I, I noticed there was rain down by Mexico, so maybe the app was confused that San Diego and Mexico is like the same city or something. I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. I mean, it, we could basically be the same, same. You know, San Diego can be like a mini Mexico, you know? Right. Correct. But, um, all right, cool. So, t- you know, some of the um, listeners know who you are and some don't. Just do like a small, small, small bio about yourself just to let people a little bit of know about yourself. Okay, well, my name is Maggie. I was born and raised here in Chula Vista, actually, in San Diego County. Um, I'm the first generation uh, from my family. My mom is from Mexico and my dad as well. And uh, my dad, he came to the United States and became a U.S. citizen and went to the Vietnam War. So I grew up in a, you can call it like a military type family. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he was he was a tough man, and I'm the oldest out of five siblings. Oh wow! And um, being the oldest, even though I was a woman, he treated me like a boy, you can say, and he trained me and uh, to to love sports. So I'm into like all kinds of sports. Um, and then he also was very close to me growing up. Uh, me and him bonded more than my mom and me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool, man. I mean, parents are very important to have in your life. Yes. Yes, they are. And, and, and go ahead. Um, I also, um, I went here to um, Castle Park High School. And the last year I transferred to Hilltop High School, where I graduated from. And should I say the year? <laughs> oh, no, that was like, that was like what, yesterday, <laughs> right? That was like 2023? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so a lot of people know me here in Chula Vista, San Diego County. Um, I consider myself a community liaison since I was in high school. I have a lot of people that know me, and um, it's a really nice um, experience walking down Chula Vista and a lot of people recognizing you and saying, hello, Maggie. So that's that's a plus, and it's a blessing. Um, Yeah, and then... uh, Moving on, I started my nonprofit because my brother, my half-brother, he's the youngest out of the five, and he grew up in Rosarito, Mexico, and he's the one that skateboarded from a young age. Mm -hmm. So me growing up, I never had the support, not even from my father, about sports. So I felt even if I wanted to be in volleyball or anything my parents were not like sports people. They wanted you to go to school and that's it. Mm -hmm. So I experienced that and I didn't like it. So when my half brother was skateboarding and nobody supported him, 
that's when I was like, no, I'm going to support you. I'm your older sister and I really like what you do. And, um, and I started taking him to the skate parks. And um, that's when I noticed that he had the talent. He just loved it, was very passionate. And, um, and I started taking him to um, events down in Mexico. And he started winning. And he actually, about eight years ago, he did qualify for the Olympics, for Mexico oh, Olympics, right. for the first Olympics. But um, my father got cancer oh, and no. he passed away last year. So that kind of threw us off over the years. You know, mm -hmm. and um, we concentrated what was important to us at the time. It was taking care of our father. Yeah. No, I know, definitely no understand that. I mean, that's it's, it's tough, you know, definitely yeah. tough. Well, that, but but definitely, you know, being a first generation in San Diego, I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome. So you've seen San Diego grow up to be something to or grow up to be something you know what it is now i mean what was that experience like actually um when i was in junior high castle park middle and in chula vista in san diego county at that moment there was actually a lot a lot a lot of gang activity mm. it was really bad we didn't even have lockers in our junior high and high school because it was violence was everywhere so i got to experience that and it was something normal for me growing up with gangs around me um but eventually it died down uh san diego pd chulo's a pd national city they all took a, a stand on it and um they got on it and by the time i was a senior in high school you didn't really see gangs as much but that was a that was a cultural experience like a shock you can say um, and put that aside, of course, my parents being from Mexico, they have their own culture. Mm. And growing up here with gangs and a totally different culture, that we, we did bump heads a lot because my mom did not understand. Um, and I never understood my culture or my Mexican heritage until I was older. So there was a lot of um, misunderstandings, misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. I'm growing up. Man, and, and, and I remember, oh, I don't remember, but when I moved out here, 95, 96, I remember, I remember the gangs, you know, up, even up north, like Oside and down south and stuff like that, where it was, was very heavy and stuff. So, yes. I mean, you know, they always, you know, always told, like, you got to be careful where you go skate at and where you're at and make sure you have a lot of people. And, you know, I mean, we never, you know, Oceanside, we never, Nobody barely went up there because it was, it was either, you know, gangs or, or Marines. And that's, and that's right. basically it up there. You know, now that got cleaned up and it's actually really nice. And, you know, they still had little pockets here and there. But, I mean, it's not as bad as what it used to be. You right. Yeah. You know, and I remember down National City, Chula Vista, El Cajon, all down there was, was really bad, you know. Yes, it was. And, and, and how did you, you know, how did you, you know, keep yourself focused in life from that it was um it was i'm at the time you don't really think about it i just had to belong and i be, i had to belong to my friends quote quote <laughs> and <laughs> um and we all protected each other and we went to school and the the funny thing is that when the state test would come around every semester and i would do the state test i would ace and like a hundred percent on everything and that's when um my counselor would be like okay you you're in 
affiliated with gangs or whatever. You're hanging around with them. But I see that your all your test scores are 100%. Like, you're very smart. That's why we decided to move me schools. Maybe mm-hmm. Hilltop, you know, was a little bit less gang-related. Yeah. And when I went over there, um, yeah, it's true. The, the gangs were put aside. That school was very... Um, very organized already ahead of Castle Park. I'm not trying to talk bad about the district. It's the same district, but yeah. it's just Hilltop was just more um, focusing on education, on academics, and um, they already had some kind of structure um, set up. Yeah. So when I got over there, um, my counselor's like, okay, you know, I'm going to put you in calculus. I'm going to put you in chemistry. <laughs> You're like, what? The world? <laughs> <laughs> and believe it or not, I aced it. So, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, he, they proved to, I proved to myself that, um, that I was very intelligent and smart and I had a future ahead of me. Just, you know, put aside my friends. So yeah. it is true. It, my grandma would say, um, tell me who you hang around with. I'll tell you who, what kind of person you are. And it's true. It's true. Even now I see it more clearly. You know, the people that surround you is pretty much who you become. So mm-hmm. you need to surround with yourself with positive people, you know, um, and and they'll feed all, you know, they'll feed you feed from each other kind of thing from the energy. Mm-hmm. And um, also in that group, you find your mentors and people that already been there, done that and can help you. Um, jump over obstacles that already already been done. They already cleared the path and they teach you what not to do and um, focus on what's important in your goals. Yeah, no, that's 100% true. I mean, definitely you got to have like, you know, you got to keep that nonsense out of you and, and keep the positive in your life. And, and that's what's going to make you successful in, in the world. Not just saying money-wise, but just as a person, mentally healthy and yes. all that stuff. You know, that's what's, you know, to me, what successful is, is not just about people think success is about making money and being rich and being well known. It's like, it's really not about that at all. Right, right. And that's how I also started connecting when I started um, helping uh, my brother with the skateboarding. That's when I started connecting skateboarding with life. Mm-hmm. And I noticed how life has been tough and how he would fall, but he would get up and do it again and land it. And, 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 you know, we wouldn't concentrate on all the 40 falls previous. Like we would concentrate when he would land the 360, the 180. That's when we would celebrate and everything before that was forgotten. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started adapting that to my life and to our lives because, you know, everything you do in the past, you, you know, you fail and you fall and, you know, things don't work out the way you want them to. But when you meet your goal or, you know, get that interview or get that organization and that, you know, um, credential, you know, that's what matters. You mm-hmm. know, it does you don't really look back of everything. You just look back to see how far you've came and how successful you are now, you know, versus how you were three, four years ago. No, you're hundred percent right. I mean, with skateboarding, skateboarding is what you just said. You know, I mean, we learn to, it's, it's, it's a mental thing. Basically what it is, it's, it's where we learn how to fall and, yes. and, and get back up and keep on trying it until we actually land that trick, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what people don't understand is that's what's, what teaches a lot of, that's why a lot of skateboarders who are in this world, who do have skateboarded for a long time or skate or pros or whatever they do, they have learned 
they've been so, so successful in life because they learned so much from skateboarding, you know, they yeah. made them who they are, you know, it's just not, it's not like playing football or baseball or, or, or basketball It's it's, you know, surfing and skateboarding and snowboarding. It's, it's a whole different thing than all those sports, you know, and that's why a lot of people don't agree that skateboarding is a sport because it's not really a, a um, team thing. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a family basically. Mm -hmm. Correct. But now it's in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in the Olympics. It's, it's a little different, you know. I mean, it's yeah. it's a little bit different. But I mean, I, I, to my opinion, I mean, it's cool that skateboarding's in the Olympics. It's cool that a lot of these, you know, like X Games, SOS, all this stuff is going on. But that's a whole different, you know. I don't, I don't want to say breed of skaters, but different types of skaters who are, are more focused on that, you know. Mm -hmm. And there's also the skaters like who are like me, who are like more, I'm just skateboarding. I'm just doing my thing. You know what I mean? It's about me hanging out with the homies, me about skateboarding, not about this contest stuff, you know? Right, right, right. But it's, but it's yeah. a good thing. It's a good and bad thing. You know, it, it, it does get skateboarding more out there, but also too, the bad thing is that it, it kind of brings the corruption into skateboarding too. Oh yeah. I can, I can see that. Yeah. yeah um, I, I've talked, over the years with many um, kids, youth, even adults that skateboard, women and, you know, men. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, one of the things they really like skateboarding is because you can go out there and skate by yourself, like you said, or you can go out there and skate with your friends. Mm -hmm. Or even if you don't know anybody, you know, we, you, you support. I've seen that. Even if we didn't know anybody, we get to a skate park and everybody cheers everybody on, you know. And, uh, and if you fall, you know, they're there to help you. And it's just, even if you don't know anybody, it's like a family, a community. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I really love about it. And that's why I started my nonprofit because I wanted to be more involved with the children and youth and, and everybody. No, no, definitely. It is. It's definitely, it's a family thing. Uh, it's, you know, we, we always, you know, they always say that we always look at, look after our kind, you know, our, ourselves, you know, our skateboard brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, this definitely is, you know, but it's, it's just, it's just sad that like a lot of corporate came in and kind of corrupted a little bit. And now it's kind of shifted one way. And then there's the other way, you know, who's trying to keep it as is. I mean, maybe that's how other sports are. I mean, I never played sports. I mean, I, I played basketball, but I played street ball mm. in my neighborhood. Um, you know, I played, you know, street football, you know, in the neighborhood, you know, but I never been on a, like a football team or basketball team or any of that. So I don't know what's that like, but I just know that like, it's not what skateboarding is. And, right. that's, and, and that's true too. What you said, I mean, you could be a skateboard, you know, if you skateboard, you can go out and out in the street, out in the parking lot or whatever, and just skate by yourself and have the best time in life. Or, you know, if you go into a city or a country or something, you don't know anybody, but you're a skater, you skate down the street or you go to a skate shop, you'll meet other skaters who, who will show you around and, and, and hang out with you, you know? Right. It, it's, it's, it's definitely really cool. I mean, that's why I love skateboarding and doing it for 30 plus years. Yeah. And then, oh my God, the, the faces of the kids when they feel that your support or I get there, like my organization, when I go down to Mexico or any skate park here in San Diego, and they see that we're supporting them or we, you know, it's like their faces light up and I love it. It's priceless. I, I, 
even if I'm having a horrible day, seeing these kids, you know, skateboard and land tricks, it's just, oh my God, it fills me up. No, it, it definitely really does. Up. Definitely does. And let's go back a little bit. You said um, your mom was like teaching you more about Mexican culture. What What is Mexican culture? Okay. Well, she was a teacher in Mexico okay. um, all her life. So um, she taught me Spanish and English 100%. Um, because I, I mean, she didn't teach me the English. I, I learned it here, but she taught mm -hmm. me all the, all the Spanish. And then um, she was very, very religious. So she taught me the Catholic religion. <laughs> and uh, that's, it was, I don't know, when living here in, in San Diego and then her having those ideas with my grandma, because I lived in the same household with my mom's mom and her. Mm -hmm. So my grandma was born in 1910. So those were old, old ways, old religious, old cultures and very strict. And mm -hmm. here in San Diego, it's not that strict. You know, it's like, oh, I have a freedom of speech and I'm, I can do this, I can do that. And um, that's the, it was, a, that's one of the culture shocks that we, we hit, we bumped heads. But over the years, I learned about my religion, about my heritage. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful. I, I mean, that's why I, I go back down to Mexico and I learned all this history and, um, the culture and the music and the food and everything. And, and I'm very proud of where my, my ancestors came from. And my great, great grandfather actually was hundred percent Mayan. So he is, um, he was native of Yucatan oh, wow. Peninsula. And so I even carry that blood with me. So I'm, I'm very proud. I'm very proud now. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're young, you don't see it like that. You just you just want to do it your way kind of thing. No, no, it's true. I mean, when you're young, you're just like, whatever, mom and dad, whatever, grandma, right. grandpa, whatever. I'm doing my thing. I'm going to go out and do my stuff. And then when you get older, you're like, wow, okay, I got to keep I gotta keep my legend, my family's legend going, you know? Yes, yes. And I've learned so much. And I keep, I love to learn. I love the history. And, um, yeah, it's been it's been an awesome road um, learning more. And then the more my, my grandma passed away uh, about 20 years ago, but my mom still tries to keep us, you know, united during Christmas, you know, doing piñatas and, you know, following, following traditions. And um, so it's very nice to teach the younger generation in our family that. Yeah, definitely. Cause I mean, that's, that's what's great about, you know, your culture and, and, is, is that it's, it's all about family and that's awesome, you know, because I think a lot of cultures in America kind of forget about family, you know, they don't do yeah. family things together. And it's awesome. Cause when, you know, when I go to like parks and, and stuff like that, I see a lot of Mexican families together as a family. And then that's, I have a lot of respect for that because I mean, it's, it's about family, you know, you got to have your family with you no matter what. Yeah. Even if they're crazy and, <laughs> Yeah, you, know, yeah, you don't get along with everybody, but we make it work. <laughs> it's like, oh, is Aunt, Aunt Jamina going to be there? Oh, gosh, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. I'm going to bite my tongue. Oh, oh, here comes Uncle George. There we go. Yeah. Uncle George. But hey, <laughs> well, we're going to have fun and laugh because after we leave, we're going to say, hey, you know what? That was a great time. <laughs> yes, yes, it's true. Even though, yeah, we, we might not like everybody, but you know what? That's how the world is. We're not going to always like everybody, but we learn to respect each other. Yeah, we're humans, you know? Yeah. 
that's 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 what my my saying has been lately is like when people like you know get down on themselves or say this or that i'm just like i look at i was like you know what we're humans there's nothing you can do about it you know yeah nobody's perfect <laughs> no no we're just humans you know we make yeah. mistakes you know we, we do dumb things and you know but that's but but that's cool that like you know your school that you went to um realize how smart you are and knew where you need to be in life and try to get you away from the gangs and stuff like that, you know, and, and that's pretty rad that that's, that happened to you. So do you ever think about if you never took that step to that door that way, or, did you, or if you stay in that door, where would you be? You know what? Um, the truth, I'd never actually admitted this. <laughs> this is my first time. Um, but I always knew that I did not belong and um, I'm not hating on my friends from junior high school. I love you all. <laughs> um, I still talk to them all. <laughs> but um, I just felt like it wasn't me. Like I was born to do something great. And I, I saw a lot of violence, um, a lot of bad things. Um, and I said, no, this is not for me. I, I know I was born to do more. And when I got that opportunity to move schools, that's when I, I, fe I, I felt like I fit in. And um, I started going to my calculus classes and, and chemistry and all these bigger classes. And, and I'm like, okay, all right, this is where, where I'm going. You know? And it's funny because growing up, I did not like school. It's, but I feel like I wasn't being challenged. I feel like I was just... Um, you know, just life was happening at home and, at, at, you know, at school and pressure, peer pressure and all that. And I wasn't able to really focus until I moved schools. That's when I really was like, wow, this is, this is what I want to do. I want to learn. I want to travel. I want to learn more languages. And in high school, and, and I did take some Chinese, French, and I knew Spanish and English. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I really, I really you dedicated all my time to studying and graduating with my classes. Ooh, that's right. I mean, I, I, I mean, my Spanish and Chinese is pretty bad, but um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't go, I didn't go to classes in that high school. I was just, they were like, mm -hmm. Oh, you want to, you know, you gotta do some you know, foreign language. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'll learn, <laughs> I'll learn on the streets. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, after, um, after high school though, I did end up in college Okay. Um, but I, I did marry. Uh, I was just yes. trying to get out of my house. I have to admit, everybody knows this. It's not a secret. <laughs> um, I had three beautiful daughters. Um, okay. And I did end up getting a divorce, but it, it's okay. It's life. Yes. And um, my daughter, my oldest, Carla, she's a teacher. Um, oh, okay. she's, she's, um, she finished her bachelor's degree in science, and now she's doing her master's. And then uh, uh, Lisa, um, the middle one, she's a uh, uh, doctor's assistant, but she's working at a hospice um, company here in San Diego. Okay. And then my youngest, um, Nayeli, she's um, she studies phlebotomy. Okay. So they're all into the sciences. <laughs> so so they get the brains from you, right? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> They got the good genes. <laughs> they, 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 they have the smartness from you, right? <laughs> no, that's right. And they do it. Do they all live here in San Diego, or they they live other places? What? Currently, they all live here still in San Diego County. Oh, that's awesome! Yes. So, 
So, so they, they see what you're doing and, and they hundred percent support what you're doing. Yeah. They thought I was crazy. Well, a lot of people think that I'm crazy doing things, but you know, crazy. Really? Why is that? Because I'm just, um, because I started to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I want to do an organization. And you know, at first it's like, it's not that they didn't believe in me, but you know, a lot of people talk uh-huh. in our family and not to talk bad about my family, but a lot of people talk and they don't finish what they started. Mm-hmm. So I believe that that's where the, it's not that they were judging me. So like, okay, mom, you're going to start this, you know, but now, now they see what I've become and where I'm at. And they're like, wow, you know, they really do now, you know, ask me and um, support and help, you know, volunteer with their time. So, you know, the more, and, and I think that's overall in life. And, mm-hmm. and I met a lot of people that, a lot of people don't support you because of your ideas or because you have some crazy idea or whatever that you want to be like a skateboarder, like my brother, you know, nobody supported him, yeah. but um, he found, you know, my support and he is not, not because he's my brother, but he's really, really good. And I hope that soon, you know, more people recognize him and his talents. And even if he doesn't get to be, you know, known worldwide, but at least um, he's satisfied with, with people to you know that that see his talent and at one point everybody thought he was crazy because you know it's like you're not you know um uh, you're not going to be successful in skateboarding skateboarding is not a sport kind of thing so um that's how i connected my organization because everybody was like okay maggie's going to start this let's see what happens you know yeah but no, um, I, it's, it's going good no, <laughs> I'm no, <laughs> and, and and I get and I get where your brother is coming from because there's a lot you know there's probably a lot of skaters that that been been where your brother's been and understand where he's coming from you know because or what he has done because I mean that happened to me you know I, my my grandparents used to tell me I'm never going to be anything in skateboarding and right. because I'm too tall and skaters don't are too tall or whatever you know they never you know supported me. Uh-huh. You know, but but my mom did. My mom and dad did. You know, I think my dad did. I don't know. I think he did, but didn't. But uh, he just wanted me to do. My my parents wanted all they care about was, hey, you know what? You can do whatever you want to do. We just care about you getting that high school diploma. Once you get out, we would love for you to go to college, but we'll always support whatever you decide to do. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So my mom always, you know, she she, she looked at it as like a a, a kid thing. But then uh-huh. she realized I got more and more into it, watching skate videos. She watched skate videos with me, you know, and, and you know, and, and so she realized, like, there is more stuff to skateboarding. And she realized right. that was my passion and love and stuff. But, no, I definitely get what you're, you know, what you said about people not supporting your brother. Because, I mean, it, it is it is tough, you know what I mean? Even for nowadays, I mean, parents support kids skateboarding, but but before we never got that support from family or anybody, you know, even, even the public never supported us. Right. Right. And, and that's, it is with all kinds of sports, you know, I mean, the kids when they're in high school and they're in football or soccer, I mean, they have their dream of becoming, you know, ML, MLS or NFL, but you know, we know that it's very slim, but mm-hmm. if you really, 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 you know, put your time and effort and, you know, everything. Yeah. You can't get there. You know, yeah. it's going to be tough. It's not easy, but you will get there, you know? And that's how, once again, that's how I see myself. Um, it's been a long 
road and tough and a lot of sacrifices. I had to cut a lot of people out of my life and um, my time has been very limited, but, you know, you know, to spend time with other people, but um, I'm getting where I need to be. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and that's how, that's how it is with sports or just life itself. No, definitely, definitely. And and that's what's crazy what you're talking about, um, NFL and all that, because you, you have that support. You know, you have that coach. You have the, you know, your parents who want you to be a football player. But when you're telling them, hey, I want to be a skateboarder, they're like, ah, oh, dude, that's, you're never going to be anything out of life. Right. But, I mean, there's there's kids that, and even adults, who never became anything in skateboarding or never came pro or, you know, they might have rode for a small company and maybe they got in a small local ma- magazines, but they still skateboard, even though they're like 45, 50 or whatever, 60, they're still skateboarding, but cause they love it, you know? Yes. Yes. No, it's definitely really good. Um, so let's talk about your organization. So you said you start, we know how you started for your brother, but I mean, how did you get everything started? Like to take us to step-by-step step how, how it works, how it works. To, if, if you okay. Um, so for many years, for about 10 years now, um, going down to Mexico and, you know, supporting my brother. And when you're there at the skate park, you know, you, there's all these kids, girls and boys. And, and me, since I lived in San Diego, I would take things. I would always buy them pizza. And then, you know, I would always support them in their education. I would buy backpacks, things like that. And, um, on my own self-growth, um, I ended up going to L.A. for um, for this event and that I saw online. And I'm like, oh, this looks cool. You know, it's not that expensive. I want to go because I was searching for I knew that I was meant to be more. You see, even since high school, I knew that I was meant to do more in life. And uh, in about three, four years ago, that's, I was at that crossroad where I'm like, OK, Maggie, where you know, what's what do you want to do? You know, where are you? what's your purpose? And that's when I ended up up in LA at this event. And that's where they talked about, I met um, Ed Mellett, Tim Grover, uh, Dan Fleischman, all these amazing, amazing mentors. And um, they write amazing books about self-growth and how to focus on your goals and dreams and find your purpose. And and so it really inspired me, motivated me. And um, I, I started focusing. And that's when I started cutting out people out of my life that were not helping me um, and uh, that were toxic. You know, you have to cut people out of your life sometimes to reach the next level. And um, and that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to do my nonprofit. But I had no idea of anything. So... I reached out to a couple of companies and they charged like 15,000 to get you started. I'm like, I don't have that money, but nothing has ever stopped me. So I went on YouTube and Google and I started um, educating myself on how to open a nonprofit, what I needed. And I submitted the paperwork during COVID and, um, you know, everybody was like, nobody's, they're not going to authorize it because it's COVID because this and that, but it only took three months and the federal, I got, federal certified then i went to the state and i got certified pretty quickly um and then i got cleared by the doj because somebody told me that i had to get cleared to get grants (laughs) so i was like okay (laughs) well you know i'm learning i'm learning um so now i'm cleared on everything and i started applying for grants and i thought everything was going to be all peachy and everything but no the grants were denied because 
of this and that. And I can go into detail, but, and um, so I'm like, okay, so what am, what else am I going to do? So I started, you know, asking for donations and, you know, going other ways, talking to more people, you know, reaching out to uh, skate shops. And, and so I think it was good that I got denied the grants because if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have gone more out out of my comfort zone to, you know, San Diego County and reach out to more people around the world. And now more people are following us around the world. I have people, I'm talking to people from Colombia, Argentina, the Philippines, um, Singapore, Spain, you know? So it was a good thing. Sometimes we, when bad things happen, we see, we, we shouldn't focus so much on the bad, look at what's gonna happen out of that bad situation. And that's what happened to me. Yes, I didn't get my grants, but that made that forced me to go out out of my comfort zone and reach out. And I met amazing people like yourself and Keyshawn and Sugar Bear and everybody. <laughs> and I'm so blessed now. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just um, it's been a process, been a long process. Um, I, I learned all everything on my own, which is a good thing too, because now I can help people that want to start their nonprofit. It's not easy. Nonprofit mm-hmm. actually is very difficult and time consuming. A lot of paperwork involved. Um, but thank God, I mean, I got through all those hurdles and obstacles and, and I got certified. I think it's easier to open a business than a nonprofit. <laughs> but also, but also too, I mean, open a business, it's a lot harder than, a non- I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't I know. I've never done a nonprofit. So, I mean, mm-hmm. what's the difference between opening a business and a nonprofit? The nonprofit, you just have to really like be very open and transparent with everything because, you know, in in the United States, um, you're tax exempt and there's a lot of laws and rules that you have to follow, you know, um, because a lot of people might could misuse the 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 nonprofit to their advantage in a bad way, not so much to help the people. Yeah. Um, but that's why there's just, it's a lot of paperwork. I mean, 20, 30 pages for the federal and for the state. And then you have to, you know, have your board of trustees and directors and have meetings. And so it's a lot. And then you don't get paid for it. You know, um, when you, when you're barely starting, everything is out of your own time. Mm-hmm. Um, once the donations come in, yes, by law, you can pay yourself some wages or your staff. Um, but I've, I've haven't I've been doing this for three four years now legally and I haven't gone paid yet. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's doing, okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know what you're doing for you're doing for something different, not just from for getting right, getting right, exactly. Stuff. I'm doing it for the right reason. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, you do, well, you do want to get a little paycheck one day, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, my mentors tell me you follow your dreams you find your purpose and the money will come. Don't worry about the money. You follow your heart first. That's so, 100%, 100% true. So yeah, that's why I'm doing. And, and yes, it's true. Like I mentioned before, I go out there and I give the kids use boards. Um, here um, I collect boards from, use boards from Slappies, Wavelines, Six and Sevens, Urban Skate, Chula Vista. So I've been working now more with more shops here. And then I take them down south and and the kids love it. They love it because over there in Mexico, um, I interact more with them because you know where my brother grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really appreciate a used board because you give it a second life. Over there, they don't have. It's a very low income poverty 
um, communities and even um, second hand shoes and clothes they, they appreciate everything, everything. Oh, yeah, de definitely i mean because i and mean it's we, we we take advantage of it we're like ah, oh, we don't want it anymore we'll just throw it away right right now over there um i mean the wheels are harder to get the bearings the trucks you know those are more expensive parts but but they make it work and um yeah and hopefully soon i'll be able to help them more or, you know, or provide backpacks. Cause for school, I always take backpacks and I give also school supplies mm -hmm. um, because I want them to, to be, you know, going to school also, not just skateboard. I mean, skateboarding is your sport, your pastime, your after school program, but you know, you need to still finish your school. And um, I'm fortunate to have actually witnessed um, a couple of the kids that grew up with my brother and uh, I've been mentoring them for years uh, in Tijuana. And one of them actually is graduating university and he's going to become a sports director. What? That's right. So I saw him grow up and he stayed in school and I helped him as much as I could. And he still skateboards and now he wants to do something with skateboarding in Tijuana. Um, so that's nice. That's really nice to see that, that they, that they're, you know, finishing their school and also, um, doing what they love, which is skateboarding. Mm -hmm. And then I, I have a, a little kid um, in Ensenada. He started skateboarding at age six when he saw my brother skateboard and he saw what we were doing in Ensenada. And now he's turned eight. And um, his mom and dad just sent me last night his um, current um, uh, grades. And he wasn't doing too good, but now he's all straight A student because he's very motivated and he learned how to skateboard. So now you know, he goes to school, gets straight A's, and then he goes after school and skateboards. So I'm very proud of him, too. That's right. And what's your main focus for um, Ignite? My focus is to bring all the communities of the world together and skateboard. <laughs> that's my dream. <laughs> you know, that's, that's I, a good I, dream. That's a good dream. I see a lot. One thing I've noticed over the years, um, Everybody has their own little group or little um, nonprofit here and there, or, or the skate park has their own little program going. And what I've been doing actually without really, that was not really my goal at the beginning, but it started kind of like falling into place mm -hmm. um, is I'm bringing all these communities together. When I go to Tijuana, you know, all these communities come together, you know, with Ignite and we hang out and we have a great time. When we go to Senada, you know, we go also and um, all these communities come together. So and now that we're um, we're blessed to go down to Mexico and um, to Guanajuato and do our first international skateboarding demo event. Um, we're, I'm bringing a lot of people from the United States and from Mexico, you know, and bringing them all together for one day of fun and um, just enjoying with the kids down there and the, in the communities. So I really like that. And uh, that's when I went like, okay, then ne what's next? You know, let's go to Singapore. Let's go. <laughs> you know, no, like, I want to go everywhere. <laughs> because uh, I love it. I love it. We're, I mean, skateboarding, yes, it's a, you know, it's not a group. But like you said, um, it's not like a, you skateboard by yourself kind of thing. But it's community. It's a family. And mm -hmm. me bringing all these families, communities together it's like it's awesome and now they see and it's getting bigger and bigger at, at first it was like 10 12 of us coming together now it's like a hundred 
Wow. So it's the more people that know about Ignite, they come, you know, they just like the, the, the environment, you know, it's family oriented. Um, I, you know, we bring donations and we just have a really good time skateboarding, taking pictures, videos, and um, the families, the parents love it because it's, it's, it's clean. It's clean and safe, um, you know, events. And, and you said you're going on this road trip um, with Ignite with, with a bunch of skaters from America and from Mexico. How do you organize something like this? Oh, my God. Um, that was the best part. It just came all together. You see, that's when I know that it was meant to be. Um, I just started reaching now. I started meeting more people. And it doesn't hurt to ask. I just started asking and people started going, oh yeah, I want to go. I'm interested. And then um, I've I've gotten a few uh, skateboarders, I'm not going to name names, from around the world that were like, no, you're a liar, you know. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, well, that's your opinion. You know, I know what I'm doing. And uh, if you don't want to participate or, you know, follow us, that's okay, you know. But um, it's it's been very few that I've had actually negative feedback from, but the rest have um, have started following us and are involved, and um, they're going to be going out to uh, Guanajuato with us. So it's just asking, and 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 it doesn't hurt to ask. I mean, no, it really right. doesn't. And you're always going to get no's. You're always going to get those ones that don't believe you or think it's a fraud or a scam or whatever. This right. That. I mean, it's, it's sad for the people to think that, but also too, there's so many scammers out there that that, that flood the system out there that, that make people think that way, you know? Oh, no, definitely. I understand. I'm not talking bad. I'm just dumb. But, yeah. you know, you know um, yeah, there was a couple of skate shops in the United States that I reached out a long time ago. And, you know, eventually now we're friends. <laughs> but at the beginning, <laughs> of course, they're like, who are you? You know, why are you emailing me? Why are you sending me this? But once you prove yourself and I'm gaining credibility and they know who I am and people know, you know, they're getting to know who I am and what I do. Um, it's just building reputation, credibility. You oh, know, yeah. respect. And then, um, yeah. And it just trickle. It's a trickle effect. Yeah. And, and that's what, you know, that's one thing about skateboarding is great is that, you know, we're very protective of who wants to be in, be part of this, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I hate saying it's a club, but it is, we're very, protective like okay because you know we get you know there's so many brands that come in it's like oh i got this and this this is a skateboard thing you know and we're like uh what well i don't know what you i don't know you know so you step back a little bit and like kind of be office a little bit but once they start seeing you know you or the company or people start doing things for skateboarding for the community and stuff then they're like okay they're they're they're, they're legit because they're working with the community the skateboard community and trying to build it up and make it better you know right so, right you know you can't yeah. you can't just jump in and wave a wand and say <clears throat> i'm gonna do this you know right it, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah it takes a lot of patience um and uh have faith and just keep doing it keep i, I just been focused and focused and i don't lose focus um and even though i've had a lot of obstacles um, especially my, last year when my dad passed away and, you know, a lot of stuff happened and, um, I, yeah, there's been times that I'm like, you know, well, what am I doing? I don't want, you know, not that I don't want to do this anymore. It's just a lot of work. It's a mm -hmm. lot of hard work. 
I am not getting paid for it, you know, and all this stuff. But then I slap myself back. No, I don't slap myself. But, you know, I, I told myself. Right. <laughs> You're not over here. Not over here. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Wake up. You're doing it right. Slap myself again. You know, you wake up next day, you got slap marks on your face. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like, no, Maggie. No, we're going to keep on going. You know, we're going to keep focused. This is just temporary. My dad would tell me that all the time. Uh, this is just temporary. Tomorrow's a new day. Mm -hmm. You know, is there, what can you do right now? Nothing. Okay. Then don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> we'll find, we'll find a solution, but it, today right now is not the moment, you know, so nah. don't be so hard on yourself. My dad would gave me a lot of good advice about life. Um, yeah. so I'm very grateful to have him. And, 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 uh, and, and he's what you know, he's what you no matter what and shining on you and smiling on you and, and, know, and knows that you're doing a great job. You know, he was, my uh, he was my number one fan. <laughs> he would tell he was, you know, hey, our parents are always the number one fans for everything, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. No, I, I know what you mean. I mean, I, I mean, I, my mom passed away two, two years ago. So, uh -huh. I mean, I, so, so my dad passed away. He was in the army. So he, he had, he passed away with um, Agent Orange in 2017. Oh, my, yeah, so, my dad so, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so he was he had Agent Orange, so he passed away in 2017. So you know, my dad was gone, so it was just me, and my mom, and I had two older brothers, but they weren't really in our lives that much. Um, so it was just me, and my mom. It was just me, and my mom, and dad. Basically, it was all three of us were all three of each other's lives. So when my dad passed away, it was my mom. So I totally get what you were saying earlier in the um, interview, how you had to stop everything and put your focus on and. And that's what I had to do, you know. That's what I did. I juggled my my biz TSM and my my, fam, my mom and juggled both of them, and, and it was the hardest thing to do. And then, you know, COVID came, and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna go take a break and go to Florida and hang out with my mom and help her out and this and that. And and I still did the business side, but I wasn't as focused as I was. I was more focused on my mom and. But I mean, she passed away in a car wreck, in her third car wreck. So, oh my you know, god, yeah. So that was like two years ago. So you know, I went, you know, through some crazy times. You know, from August second of two thousand was it two thousand twenty three? So two thousand twenty one. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So I mean, I went through some crazy times, and you know, nothing, nothing violent or anything. Just mentally you know, health and stuff like that, or, you know, and everything and, and dealing with what people say is, you know, when, when they do say that true colors come out of family, when someone dies, that's a hundred percent true. So yeah. listener, that's a hundred percent true. So I had to deal with a lot of that stuff. So a lot of that put a burden on me, but what kept me going is my business and, you know, or not, I want to say business, but TSM, what kept me going, you know, or live shows and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. you know, me doing these, personal podcast is what kept me going and kept me focused and, and, and keep my sanity going. Cause you know, and I skateboarded here and there and not as much as I did wanted to, but I did as much as I could, you know, but cause I deal with so much stuff, but I totally get what you're, what you're saying in the previous inter in beginning of the interview, when you said you had to juggle and, and stop everything. So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You understand me. <laughs> yes, oh, we do. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, we just keep focused and um, keep going, and and yeah, like my dad would tell, tomorrow's a new day, and it's true. The next day, I wake up and something. I have a good email, good text, you know, and I'm like, okay, 
let's keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> and you have, and you have that. I mean, that's what's great. You know what I mean? He's he's in your mind. He's in your 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 heart and your soul and everything. So he definitely uh, he's with you. You know. Yes. 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 You're right. No, that's right. I mean, and then do you have? And so you have your Mexico trip coming up. And yes. when is when is that Mexico trip? It's August 25th through the 28th. We'll be flying down. And uh, we're partnering with the city of Leon, Guanajuato. Okay. Um, and uh, the reason why I chose it there instead of Mexico City, because previously it was going to be Mexico City. Um, it was just a lot of, um, that's where all the kids that are qualified for the Olympic skateboarding for Mexico are living at. Okay. And we will, we're going to be meeting with them and um, skateboarding with them. And uh, so that's why they're, and then they also open their arms to us. They're like, come on over. We're waiting for you. We've been waiting for you guys for a long time. <laughs> so um, they're very friendly and very easy to um, organize the trip to down there. So that's why I was like, okay, let's go. I've never been to Leon Guanajuato. So I was like, let's do that. You're like, let's do this. Let's go on a trip. I need yeah. a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful his history, his city. And so I'm looking, really looking forward to this. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I can't wait to see the footage from it. Yes. <laughs> um, I have a couple of volunteers going uh, with cameras. Um, they're, they're also um, skateboarders, but they also do um, film and photography. Oh, so safe. they volunteered their time also to go down there and, and just take video and, and pictures for, for the events. Oh, that's right. I mean, and that's going to help you out a lot because this is your first like big event. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so, so you're going to build off of this and, and see where the future holds with Ignite. Yes. I'm pretty sure that once everybody sees what we do down there, I already have a couple of people like from Singapore that would love us to go over there and mm -hmm. um, and then Spain. So, you know, I'm looking forward to the future. I know once people get to know us more and more and what we do, they're going to really like us, you know, going to visit and doing a little demo or an event at their at their country. So I'm really looking forward to the future. Oh, that sounds fun. I mean, it sounds like you're going to do great. And then... Do you have like any, so do you have board members and stuff like that? Or is this only you and your, and your brother or what? No, uh, my board member says my, um, well, my uncle, my daughter, myself, and um, that's who is, is pretty much running. Um, okay. We're very small right now, but in the future, I will have um, opportunities to have more people on board. Um, so if anybody's interested in becoming a board member in my Ignite organization, you can um, email me or uh, text me, and then we can talk. You hear that, guys? Hit, hit Maggie up if you're interested <laughs> in this. You definitely want to because it sounds a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we're, gonna, we're growing fast. So, yes, I'm going to need more help. <laughs> well, well, that's cool that you, you're in a way you're keep not in a way, but you're definitely keeping it in the family. So, I mean, you got your uncle, your sister, brother and everything. So it's a family thing. And that's that's pretty awesome. Yes. Yes. But of course, I would in the f near future, I do want to have more people um, with new ideas. And um, to, you know, so that's why I'm, I'm welcoming more board members soon. And, and where do you, you know, where do you see Ignite in 20 years? Oh, in 20 years? 
Or ten, um, we'll, we'll drop it down. Ten years. <laughs> in ten years, um, for sure, all over the world, um, doing events everywhere, um, collaborating more with the Olympics of skateboarding, um, because there's a lot of kids uh, in the world that are good in skateboarding and they would love to go to the Olympics, but they don't have the funds. So ignite, I would love ignite to be that sponsor, you know, helping them to achieve that dream for them. If they're really good, you know, and, um, and they have the talent and they're qualifying, you know, I would love to be that person, that organization to help them and support them to have their parents go with them, you know, to the Olympics and wherever it's going to be at. Um, I know the next one is next year in, um, in France. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's something I, I, I really do see myself being more involved with the Olympics, um, to help, to, to help and support the kids and, and girls and boys that don't have the funds to get there or to get the proper training. Um, and then just keep my, you know, helping here, my own community in San Diego and the United States and you know, creating more events and helping the communities like I've been doing. Um, I also give um, like backpacks, you know, when they're back to school and I met, I'm collaborating with my mentor, Dan Fleischman. Um, last year, we were able to give a bunch of toys away in December. Um, so those are more, I mean, just follow us on Instagram and that's where I post all the stuff that we're going to be giving away. And then I'm collaborating with a lot of nonprofits here in San Diego now with Sugar oh, Bear and and other stuff. So yes, we're we're getting to um, get more out there in the community and help more and more. So I'm looking forward to the future and to just be known. You know, just be known. When they see ignite, they they know what we stand for. Good, good, good. You definitely you, you ignite. Basically, what it means we unite each other. We unite the community. We unite every everybody together to be one. Yeah, my, my um, quote for my organization is actually spark your inner light to a brighter future because everybody's light has somehow diminished, but it's in there and you just have to find your passion and um, spark it up and um, focus on the future. I like that. I like that quote. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like that quote. And, and where can people find you at? I mean, I know you just said your Instagram. Do you have like a website? Um uh, any I, other social medias and stuff? Yes, I have a, a just a small website um, on www.ignite. It's spelled I6NITE dot org. But on my Instagram, um, I have all my information there. If you want to donate, um, all the information is on my Instagram page of Ignite. And we're also under I6NITE nonprofit. Um, we have. Um, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and then, um, well, I run my TikTok under my name, Maggie Rockin. So, but that's just TikTok. But it's mostly, um, I, if I suggest you guys follow us in Instagram or Facebook. Okay. So you hear that, guys? Follow them. You got, you want donates, old skateboards, wheels, trucks, shoes, whatever. Hit them up, donate it, you know, support these guys. They're definitely doing something right for, all skate communities in Mexico, United States, all around the world and stuff. So definitely is. And what's the last question? What can yes. you say to anybody that wants to be where you're at right now? Um, find yourself a good mentor. 
somebody that's been there, um, that's already done that, and um, it'll make life more easier, <laughs> way easier. Um, it's not, I'm not saying it's not difficult to get from point A to point B, but it'll make life way easier when you find your mentor. So somebody that are, is already done that. And, um, like me, I could be a mentor to somebody, right? I already went through all the paperwork. So if you have any questions on like nonprofits or anything, I'll be, I would be able to, uh, you know, guide you or, you know, mentor you to that. So find yourself, whatever you're in, sports, um, school, whatever it is, find yourself a mentor. Mentor is definitely like a very important thing to have in your life. Um, no, I'm going to say very important, but it is, it is good to have in your life to get you where you need to be in life, focus and stuff like that. So Maggie, you're 100% right. Well, cool, Maggie. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um I look forward to working with you and, and for the future and look forward for this Mexico trip. Yes. And thank you, Tommy, for giving me this opportunity to come on your podcast. Definitely. Definitely. All right, girl. Well, I'll talk to you soon. You have a great Monday, Mar actually Margarita Monday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, man. I got to talk to you soon. Have a good one. All right. Thank you, Tommy. You too. Bye. All right. Bye.